Let us begin, Baruch Hashem. We are blessed again. Thank you, Hashem. Welcome back. It's good. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Whether rain, rain or shine. Rain or shine. Rain or shine, Benji. Rain or shine. We, we, make, we make it shine. Whether it's raining on the outside or inside, doesn't matter. We, we do what we, what we have to do and what we are put in this world to do. And that is to grow and to change and to work on ourselves as much as we can and to remind ourselves what the purpose of life is. Why is it that we are here on this world? We're not just on this world. We're not on this world to eat and drink and be merry. We're on this world for a elevated, powerful mission. Each and every one of us. And the Yitzhahara wants to distract us from that. The Yitzhahara wants us to forget how blessed we are and how wonderful we are and how much koach we have and even if we have failed and even if we have our shortcomings and we have things that hold us back from our or things that we think hold us back from the things that we want to do remember that the Yitzhahara is always trying for us to focus on the negative Yitzhahara always wants us to focus on what we can't do. Yitzhahara always wants to f- us to focus on our Averos. Yitzhahara always wants us to focus on the, the failures and the fears. Yitzhahara is all about fear and failures. But the, our, our Avoda, what we can do is we can be Machazik, we can strengthen each other, we can strengthen ourselves to say, Rabba Munasecha. That Hashem has faith in me. Hashem believes in me. That's why we woke up this morning. If you didn't, if uh, Hashem didn't have faith in you, right? He'd have many ways uh, for you not to wake up in the morning, and he'd have many ways for you not to be around. The reason Hashem has us around is because He has faith in us, and He believes in us. That's Rabbi Munasecha, and we have to have faith in ourselves. As Rabbi says, "Kashem that a person has to have a moon in Hashem." Just like a person has to have a muna in Hashem, so do he has to have a muna in himself. You have to have a muna in yourself that you are here, each and every one of us are here for a purpose. And the purpose is not just a macro purpose. What's my purpose in the planet? Okay, we don't have the Arizal. We don't live in a time where we could have uh, a Navi come and tell us, your purpose is this, your purpose is that. But what we could do is we could bring it down to today. What is my purpose today? What am I trying to accomplish today? What do I want to be like today? How do I want to be the change that I want to see in the world today? And that's why we start with purity of speech. The reason we start with purity of speech is because we know, we know that, the, that the purpose of, of the, the reason that we're in Gullus, we, need, we know that the reason that we are in Gullus, oh, I don't like that. Right, the reason that we're in Gullus as we've been saying, as we're in Mitzrayim, is is because we, we know that, that there are 
There are, there's period in Klal Yisrael. There's, there's, there's brokenness in Klal Yisrael within the Jewish people. That's why we're still in Galus, because of Sinas Chinam. So the reason we start off with purity of speech, the reason we start off with this every day is because we want to re- remind ourselves how to love more. We want to remind ourselves how to be more accepting, how to be more forgiving, how to be more looking at the good, trying to find the good in every person, to try and forgive people, to try and, and, and love people. And like we say, it's, it's easy to love people who are like you. It's hard to love people who are not like you. That's, that's the challenge. And like we say all the time, it all begins with oneself. It all begins with uh, self-talk of, of negativity. When a person is negative on himself, when a person doesn't love himself, when a person doesn't forgive himself, when a person is mean to himself, so we only give what we have. Hurt people hurt people. That's the way it works. If you are hurt, you will hurt somebody else. If you love, then you will love. So what we want to try and do is remind ourselves and chazer over as much as we can every day because it's something they have to have every day. It's not something that just sticks with a person because remember the Yitzhahara is mevakesh la misoy. Every day the Yitzhahara is sitting at your bed waiting for you when you wake up. He's sitting at your bed waiting the second you wake up. He's in your head. He gets right in there and he wants to pull you down and he wants to say, oh, because of yesterday, because of a week ago, because of your failures, because of this, he's going to give you every reason in the book why you're going to mess up today. He's going to give you every reason why you can't do it. And what we have to do is we have to go against, we have to go against that default. We have to go against the flow of the Yitzhahara. We have to go against the default of the way we think and the normal way, which is, which is, I'm flowing this way. Right? It's one of the hardest things the Gain says in Evan Shlema. He says that, why am I put in this world? We're in this world to, to, to break ourselves, to work on ourselves, to go against the nature, go against my nature. So that's the reason why we're learning purity of speech, Chavetz Chaim, because that's something that we have to remind ourselves every day what we're here for and what we're trying to do. And that is to, to, bring, to bring within ourselves, one of the, the biggest Yetzirahs is that we compare ourselves to other people, that we look at other people, and we, we even just look at other people. As opposed to, to uh, we've said this many times, that when, when does a person suffer in his mind, when does a person suffer from things within his Himself is when he's in someone else's business. When I'm trying to change somebody else. If you are trying to change somebody else, so you're in big trouble. Because number one, you can't change anybody. You can barely change yourself. And number two, is that you're not working on yourself. You're focused on the, the frustration of other people. I want that person to be different. Good luck. Good luck if you want that person to be different. And, and, and what happens is, we, we, we unfortunately, or that, that, that's one of the things that we want to work on, is that what happens is a person can get in the, get in the flow, and he can live his life where he's, where he's in everyone else's business. 
He's in Hashem's, he's in God's business. Why is Hashem doing this? Why is Hashem doing this? He's in his wife's business. Why is she doing this? He's in his roommate's business. Why is my roommate doing this? Why do my parents do this? And his whole, his whole occupation in, in his mind is all everybody else and everything else. Yes, Eitan. Um, is it appropriate though to, like if I'm curious about why the person is doing what he's doing, is it appropriate for me to ask them, why are you doing this and can I help you change it? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure what I'm not sure who you're referring to. If you're referring to a friend, so good. So sometimes, you, if you have a friend, that's not that's not that's something together that you can say we're working on something together. If the person asks you to help, of course, it's great to help people. And but I'm just talking about your mindset, person's mindset. When a person's mindset is that he's living in everyone else's world and his frustration. If you could get angry, and it's something that we all do, something that's very normal for all of us, if you can get angry because of somebody else, and somebody else is going to get you angry, you want to stop that right there and say, that is a lie, I'm lying to myself. That person can't get me angry. I have anger within me. I have frustration within me, and that person can trigger me. That person can press certain buttons. But ultimately, it's me to learn how to deal with myself. It's me to learn how to understand myself. Why am I getting angry? Where is that anger coming from? Where is that hatred coming from? Where is my, where is my bitterness coming from? Like we've said, when you squeeze something that's bitter, it's going to come out bitter things. So when you squeeze someone, when you push someone who... who you push someone and they get angry, the shot is that they had that anger and that hatred inside of themselves. That's, 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 that's where the tikkun, that's where the fixing has to be. Not in the other person. As we've said many times, when you point at somebody, your three fingers are pointing at yourself. You have more pointing at yourself than the, than the other person. That's something you have to remind yourself all the time. You want to remind yourself as much as you can to, to focus on, as Menachem Goldberger said, Right? Most people, right, the dog chases its tail. The dog is chasing its tail, running around chasing its tail. But at least it's chasing its own tail. Don't be a person who's chasing someone else's tail. What's the shot? The shot is, is that when I'm not focused on me, I'm not focused on me, then, then, I'm in, then I'm in danger. I'm in danger of never discovering what I have to fix. And I'm in danger of... of Causing separation with other people. So with that we start. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi, give us a. What do you say? Yeah, I think uh, what Rabbi's saying is, and as we say all the time, it all comes to staying in your lane, and especially, especially when the yidden are going to get married, you're planning or you want or try to change your wife. It's not going to work unless you don't force it. You identify with the struggle, and you show the karasapay. If you do those three things and you, you make it about you together, and it doesn't matter about who, the only reason why Revy is successful in standing here every morning and bringing people to honesty is because Revy's honest. And if Revy wasn't honest, I don't think anyone would open up about anxiety. And as time goes by, people are stripping down um, secrets and pain. But it starts because you're able to look at the other person and say, you know, 
I'm struggling with this. I just want to tell you that if you want together, if it doesn't happen together, and as I said, there's a fine line between being a husband and a father and a mother and your wife. You're not your wife's daddy. You don't tell her what to do. Together, you can do a lot of things. And that's, I think, the key to a successful marriage and a happy life. Yeah, amazing, I see. Okay, beautiful. So let's begin. Beautiful. It actually, it actually uh, is a, a good segue to where we're up to. We're on page 298, day 113, when the speaker is talking negatively about himself. When someone talks negatively about himself, it is permissible to believe him. Yet, you may not pass the information further. Says the, right, this Hilchus Lachanara, Zion Hey, Zion Ches Yud He says, Chaim tells you, I am so lazy. So you may believe the information, yet you may not relay this to others. So if someone says, I am so lazy, you're allowed to believe it, but you can't tell that to somebody else. Um, okay. Okay, question, comments on that? Yes. Well, it means that it means that there's no, there's nothing for that person to do on this on this on this world anymore. I'm saying that faith, what faith means he doesn't, he, there's nothing for you to do anymore. So it's not, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's not a negative thing. It's just the reality. As long as a person's alive, so it means that Hashem has expectations from you. And he, even if a person's failed, a person's done, done many averis, whatever it is, if, if he wakes up in the morning, he says, thank you, Hashem, that I'm alive. I, uh, I'm here to do something. Yitzhahara is always in, in our head saying, oh, you know, uh, I can't do this, I can't do this. You know, why, why else are you here on this world? You know, you're here to do something. You're here to change. You're here to grow. You're here to, yeah. Yes, Eitan. Um, <clears throat> if, uh, say I made a room with uh, two other people and I say something uh, bad about myself, um, is one other person knows it and the other person doesn't know it. Can the person who already knows it uh, enforce it or is he supposed to keep it not? Right, that's a great question. Meaning what to say to you, yeah, yeah, he is lazy. I would say, yeah, that's a good question. Um, that's a good question. Meaning because you're there and you said it yourself. So could he just say, yeah, he is very lazy? I, I don't know. That's a great question. I would say not. I would say not to. I would say the best thing for, for someone to say would be, no, it's not true. You're not lazy. Right? That's what, that's what we would want. I'm saying that's what we would want. There's a, there's a, there's a, uh, um, um, a machlokas in, I don't think it's, it's up to here, between Rabbi Yisrael Salanter and the Chavatayim, whether you're allowed to say Lashon Hara about... No, no, that's a different thing. Sorry. 
whether um, that's a different thing. The, the, the famous story with the Chavetz Chaim about saying Lashon Hara about himself. That was one of the things that he, on the train, right? You know that story? He was on the train and someone didn't know that it was the Chavetz Chaim and they said, where are you going? He said, oh, I'm going to uh, wherever it was. It says the Chavetz Chaim and the Chavetz Chaim said about himself. The guy didn't know it was the Chavetz Chaim. He was like, oh, whatever. Who's the Chavetz Chaim? Or he said something negative and the person like slapped him or the person was yelled at him, right? So he learned from there, and then afterwards he realized it was the Chavetz Chaim. But the point was that he realized that it's not right to say Lashon Hara about yourself. But I don't know, that's a good question. I'm not sure in a situation like that what the halach is, but I would say, yeah, tell the person, no, you're great, you're awesome. Remember, the point of Lashon Hara, the point of Lashon Hara is not, is it mutter, is it asr, like we've spoken about before. Oh, it's mutter to talk Lashon Hara about a guy. So I want to talk Lashon Hara about a guy. That's not the point. The point is that I don't want to be a person who sees the negative in people. I don't want to be a person who, who is uh, talking about other people. Like we said, pe is po, right? As Mayor Mattel said, pe is po. What does that mean? It means that I don't want to be talking about other people. I only, and if I'm talking about someone, I only want to see the good. So I would say in a situation like that, you want to try and, you know, you want to train yourself you want to train yourself as much as you can to, to see the good in yourself, to see the good in others, no matter what the situation is. But that's a great question. Shkoch Eitan, I love the question. Okay, beautiful. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let's be Zoha, all of us, to, to forgive ourselves, to forgive others, which is one and the same, is when a person learns to, to accept himself so he's able to accept others. Right? We know when we wake up and we're in a good mood, suddenly we can handle everybody else. When we're in a bad mood, we have trouble han- handling everybody else. So Hashem will help each and every one of us to, to, love, to love people more, to, of course, to love the Jewish people, individuals. And, 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 like I, and like we always say, like we always say, it's very normal that you don't like somebody. It's a very normal thing that someone bothers you. It's very normal that this person bothers you and that person bothers you. But use that as the greatest present from Hashem. Use that as a gift because all it is is, is Hashem li lo ira mayasa li adam. Hashem is helping me. Hashem li ba'oyizrei. Bani era I Hashem is helping me by, by showing me something that I don't like. Because when I, when I see in somebody something that I don't like, it's the greatest gift because, because now I know what I have to work on. Now I know what my problems are. So, so Hashem will help each and every one of us to only see the good in each other, to only see the good in ourselves. And it's something that we can work, work on. And by just learning the purity of speech, thank you so much, yes. By just learning the purity of speech, what we're doing is we're committing ourselves and trying as best as we can to focus on on uh, seeing the good and being and 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 being different, wanting to change, that we want to be people who forgive and love more and more. Yes, Dovi and, and Shine. Um, when you when you realize that the negativity you see in other people is not them, it's you, and you're not looking at people in a negative way. You realize it's all about you, and then you see everyone in a very good light. 
Right. Beautiful. Exactly. Correct. Correct. Right. The only, the, the only reason you're seeing someone in a negative way is because you're convinced that that person is the problem. When you realize that it's me, that I'm the problem, so then, okay, you see the negative. You still might see the negativity. You still might see the negativity, but, but what, what will happen is, this is what happens. When a person works on himself, and he works on loving himself, and seeing the good, so he, he, he slowly will have trouble seeing the negative in people. He will automatically focus on the positive. If, when you start living a life of being thankful, and gratitude, and, and uh, living just focusing on the good, so then you'll, you'll, you'll automatically train your brain, automatically you'll train yourself to, to find and see the good. We always, there's always bad to see. You can always find bad, and you can always find good. The question is, which one are you, is your lens focusing on? Which one are you focusing on? Am I focusing on this one? I'm focusing on, it's not that there is no bad, it's what is my, where is my uh, emphasis? Where am I emphasizing? And when you do that in your own life, and you start focusing on your own life, on yourself, and you look at your good, and you build your good, and you look at everybody in your good, and suddenly it's hard to find the bad because you trained yourself, and it takes time, it takes every day. A person training himself, like we speak about the affirmations, over and over and over again. Over and over. Like we said, you spent 20 years. You spent 20 years being negative, so now spend at least 20 years being positive. And then at least you're in the balance. Then you're at least even. Especially if you grew up with a negative mother and a negative father and a negative, negative things in school and everything's, you know, uh, so then you're trained. You've been hearing since you're a little baby. You've just been hearing all this, uh, so it's natural. You have to fight against that. Beautiful, Shlomo. Yes, Toby. So I got the triple step down. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to work on the four step here. So I see something negative. I see it, then I know it's in myself. So then, now what? First I'm negative, then I see the negative in someone else, then I see the negative in me. Right. And now I know it's in me. Right. And you get to work. Right, then you get to work. Then you got to get to work. And you say, if I always see, what? No, awareness is the first That's step. That's the first step. So then now I'm in a loop of being negative about myself. Good. So then, at least you're dealing with what you can change. As long as, I'm, as long as I think the problem is out there, that is the problem. That is the problem. It's not the problem itself. It's the fact that I think that is the problem over there. That is the problem. The second that it's my problem, the second that I own it, and I say that, no, 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 this is my problem, okay, then I gotta face myself and say, okay, what am I doing? Am I working it through? Who am I help? Who am I asking for help? I need help. I realize that I'm a negative guy. I realize that I am an angry guy. I realize that I'm a lazy guy. I realize that I'm a baltaiva. Great, beautiful. It's not my wife, it's not my children, it's not my parents. It's not, okay, I might have gotten, I might have been, I might have grown up where, where I had an angry mother, a lazy father, whatever, whatever excuse anybody can say that they've had. But okay, great, but at the end of the day, now I own it. When you're 15 years old, when you're 10 years old, okay, what are you going to do? But when you're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and as you get older and older, 
right? Think about it this way. The older you get, the older a person gets, these things don't go away. These things don't go away. They, they only get stronger and they get much more complicated. They get much stronger and more complicated. So the more you begin now to train yourself to say, okay, there's nothing wrong that I have a problem. There's nothing wrong that I'm insecure. There's nothing wrong that I'm a baltaiva. There's nothing wrong with the fact that I have this thing. What I need to do now is I have to reach out for help. I have to learn. I have to read books. I have to learn things. I have to work on things. Once you're in that, uh, my, my, I just, uh, right, we speak about, we speak about the uh, whack-a-mole. Right? I love the game whack-a-mole. Why? Because you whack-a-mole and then another problem comes up. You whack-a-mole, another, another problem right, uh, comes up. That's life. You hit that problem, another problem. Everyone says, I want to be that there are no problems. That's not, that's not life. Life is a problem. So my sister, she, uh, she uh, sometimes I give her, she gives shiurim, so I, I help her sometimes. She'll call me up. I'll give her stuff. So, so she sent me a picture yesterday. I didn't realize that she was telling me this from one of the shurim that I told her um, on Whack-A-Mole. She went with one of her little kids, and they were playing. They were playing uh, Whack-A-Mole. So she took a picture and sent it to me. So uh, I was like, "What is that picture?" She says, oh, "My little kids are playing Whack-A-Mole." So, I, so I told her in a joke, but it's true. I said, "Start them young. Start them young. You know, the younger you learn that life." You know, is is has problems, and the, and that life is is filled with, and it's not a bad thing. That life is about, you know, your kid comes home from school and they have a problem. How are you going to have a conversation with your child about the problem that they are having? Are you going to get angry with your kid at the teacher? You're gonna you're gonna you know try and protect your your child, whatever it might be. Whatever you do to yourself is what you're going to do to your children. So if you learn to accept the, the challenges that you have and to realize that I have problems and I have things that I have to work on and, and there's nothing wrong with that. And make a list like Dovey's saying. Make a list. But the problem, the problem is we always think that the problem is outside and that i got to fix my bank account. Oh, when my bank account is fixed, then I'm good. And then God willing, you'll get married. Then you have the easiest uh, escape. It's my wife. It's my in-laws. And then you have kids. And then you have the more excuses you have and you're, and you're accustomed to pointing the finger outside, then you're in big trouble. Because what happens is you are not trained. You haven't trained yourself to say, to take full ownership and again, it doesn't mean to take full ownership on your life. It doesn't mean that some people can be annoying. It doesn't mean that some people can't bother you. That's very normal. So you make a decision what you want to do with that. I always say with roommates, so switch your room. Switch your room. Why are you in that room? You don't have to deal with that. If you're there, deal with it. We, 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 we make the, it's not only we make. We're the only ones who can save ourselves. And we're the only ones who can live the way we want to live. We're the only ones who are capable of doing that. Yeah, Zach, you had your hand up. Um, yeah, my point was uh, pretty much along the similar lines of what I was just saying with taking um, ownership. It is also the other person. That's why I feel like a lot of people, when they're like, working on themselves, like, especially with like, 
like familial situations, um, they'll say they'll take the ownership on themselves. It's a good way to deal with things, but I feel like if you don't, there is, I don't think it's a bad thing to place the blame on the people who did wrong you. Because what you could be doing, and I've seen this before with other people that I know, they get they continuously get hurt by the same people because what they do is, no, it was just me, it was my perception of it, they're not actually hurting me, they love me. Which often that's not actually the fact. And even if the person does say that they do, they don't act like they do love you. So and they'll still continuously hurt you. And they'll say, oh, it's not, you know, it, it's not his fault because he's sick, because he's this, he's that. Like, it doesn't really matter that that person doesn't have the best situation, that they mean the best. If the person did hurt you, I feel like a very important part of ownership is also owning the fact 100%. that other people hurt you. 100%. I'm hurt. Yeah. I'm but hurt. That person hurt me. I'm hurt, right? And, and now I have hurt for it. And, that, and, the bar, and what is that so good? What do you gain by saying that I'm other saying person? Because you realize you're able to put up that boundary. Right. But, but I just want to say that I agree with you 100%, Zach, but I'm saying a lot of times people go back to get hurt again. And then they keep on blaming the person. I'm saying also people that... Did you, did you, hear, did you hear what I said? Yeah. Meaning sometimes what happens is we, 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 we stay in the hurt and then we say, well, why does he keep on... It's like we see that Lashon Hara. I keep on finding myself amongst people who are speaking Lashon I keep on finding myself in situations where people are hurting me. Why, why are you there? Why are you there? Why am I in that situation? That's where ownership can come in. I'm not talking about a little kid. I'm not talking about a little children. Little children, unfortunately, are not able to move and to get out of situations. But as adults, when you reach a certain age, you could say, I can't speak to this person anymore because every time I speak to that person, they hurt me. But you have to be very careful to take responsibility sometimes to say, why am I going back for the hurt? Why am I going back there? And then I start blaming the person. I, I like, you know what I'm saying? Like when people are hurt, Especially if that's what they grew up with, that's all they know. So it's like right. Okay, good. But but that but they keep on going back for the for the right. beating. Right. So that's something that you could. Yeah. Good point. Shkol Zach. Beautiful Zach. Always very insightful. Shazam. Beautiful Zalmi, the line that, that, I, that I love, the quote that I like very much on that is that it's not about letting them off the hook. It's about letting the hook out of your heart. We think, oh, I'm letting that guy off the hook. I'm let it, letting that, that person off the hook by, like you're saying, Zalmi, oh, if I forgive them, so then I'm letting them off the hook. No, you're taking the hook 
out of your heart, like you're saying. You can, you can, you can either suffer, you know, and that's why even when it comes to people passing away, right? You, you, can, you can have tainas and have grudges, have pain from people who are not even alive anymore. So what are you, what are you going to do with that? Who's su- they're not suffering. They're not even there. They're not, they don't even, it's not even someone who's not alive. It could be your fourth grade Rebbe or someone who did something to you when you were a kid. He doesn't know. He's, he's somewhere in the world. He doesn't know whether you hate him or you love him. Rent free. The only, rent free. Yeah, yeah, right. What's the, you're let, no, you're letting them live. You're letting them live in your heart. Right, rent free. Right, you, they're, they're, they're hurting you. They don't even know what's going on. It's all between you and you. That's what's amazing. Shkoch Zalmi. Yes, Yoni. I was going to ask, what if it's someone very close to you, like a parent or yeah. a sibling? Very hard. Right. Forgive them right away? Right. So it's not... What if they do it again? Right. Again? So, oh, good. So Yoni's asking a very, very important question to talk about. So let's say it's someone who's so close to you. Let's say it's your parent. Let's say it's a sibling. Let's say it's someone very, very close to you who keeps on hurting you. So... You can't avoid them. So. Right. But so, so that those, those are very... So first of all, those are the hardest situations. Those are very painful situations um, you have to you have to deal with it and you have to see see you know how much is it me how much is it them how much am I you know to blame for this how could I change my situation like a big sometimes again I'm not I'm not I'm not telling anyone to do this you know it's important that we all honor our parents and it's important that we have great relations with our siblings these are all very, very important things. But if, if, if for some reason you're not at, you're not able to handle a relationship, you know, speak to somebody, ask advice, and it could be that somebody would tell you, okay, it's better that you don't, you're not, you're not, you're not healthy enough yourself to be able to deal with this person, and that you want to heal yourself. And if someone keeps on hurting you and keeps on hurting you, then, then, then you got to deal with that. So, you know, that's why there are, you know, uh, people who can help with those things. But, but again, the main, thing, the main thing that we're saying is that how much am I blaming, you know, the other person and how much am I taking responsibility myself for this relationship? And, and what, what happens a lot of times, let's say when you speak about parents, what happens with parents most of the time is it's what could my parents do for me? When you're living in the world of what could the people do for me, what could my parents do for me? What could my siblings do for me? What could my wife, God willing, you're going to have this. What could my wife do for me? My wife is not doing enough for me. My parents are not doing enough for me. When a person switches his, his role, and it's hard, it's very hard, because we want to, uh, uh, we're used to maybe sometimes being relying on other people. But a person says, what can I do for my parents? How can I be a better son? to my parents? How could I be a better husband to my wife? How could I be a better father? Not what I want for my kids. Not what I want from my roommate. How could I give when you switch that from what can I take from the person? Most of the time when there's hurt and there's that relationship, it's, it's what that person didn't give to me. And it's hard to switch that, especially as a child to a parent because, oh, my parents are supposed to. My parents were supposed to. Right? My wife is supposed to. My whatever it's going to be, they're supposed to. But when a person turns things around and he says, how could I be a giver? How could I go, which is really the word for love. 
The word for love in Hebrew is ahava, which is from the language of hav, which means to give. So I want to love. How do I love? I want to be a giver. And it's hard to do that because, because we're used to sometimes we grow up and we want to take from our parents like this. And then we get married and we say, I'm going to take from my wife like this. And that's what love is. And that's what the world teaches us. But it's not true. There's nothing farther from the truth that love is about what I can give and how I can do for others. And I think that that is a, a very important switch. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah, just to add on what the rabbi was saying, he said the same thing as Zalman and everyone else, that we don't forgive for them, we forgive for ourselves. And one of the problems without the deep issues of parents physically hurt or abused physically, a lot of times the hurt is that we keep on going back to get something and we have an expectation that we'll get a language of love. But at one point, as hard as it is, you have to understand you'll never get it. Your dad or mom will never give you that language of love. If later on, and a lot of times after you accept that, somehow things change, but that's a different topic. If later on you get it, that's a bonus. But that's, it's not always keep on going back to get hurt. We keep on hurting ourselves with expectations from other people around. And if we strip the expectations, and we're saying, we say we're 25, we're 20, we're big boys, we gotta go give, give ourselves what we need. And I saw recently a 20 year old that he was taught, when he was talking to his mom, he was talking, he was like, I don't know if the word is whimpering, but he was talking like a baby to her. And he was saying, you know, my mom controls me this. I said, but when you call her, you talk like you're a baby. You're looking for this baby comfort because that's what you're used to. And, and again, no one blames any person that got hurt and is going to sit there being depressed all his life. No one could blame him. But that person has to say, what am I going to do with the pain? There are therapists that got hurt as kids, and they became the greatest therapists. There are motivational speakers. And then there are people, unfortunately, that sit there pain, and that's sad. But the idea is that familiar pain is easier than the unknown. And the job of a person is to break that cycle. And all those people that say our dad did to us, statistically, they'll do the same to their kids <coughs> if they don't show up here every day, breaking and getting out of the cycle. And you can take that to the bank. So. Yes, Meyer. Um, I've never done this before, but uh, I think it's about time that I'm having a crazy couple of days. Amazing and I just wanted to say it publicly and uh, thank you everybody that's making this day an amazing day. Wow. into Nikias, Shem will help us all today and every day not to speak any Lashon Hara and to continue to focus on ourselves. That we will all be Zoha, us and all the Jewish people to see the good, even though sometimes it's hard to see the good, but we will search 
to see the good today and every day, all of Kalal Yisrael. Amen. Okay, just to read a little bit um, as we enter the uh, Nikias, as we said yesterday, I just want to say one more point and just to talk it out a little bit more. Like we said, and this is really what we've been talking about, and that is the Averos Sha'adam Dosh Ba'kevav Sovavos Oso Bishas Hadin. We spoke about denial, is that one of the hardest things that people can go through is not the things that you're aware of. When you are aware, as we've been saying, of your problem, then that is 95, 99, most of the, the answer. Once I'm aware that it's something that I have to work on, the problem is, is when I don't even realize that I have a problem. When I don't even realize that this is my problem, and I'm in denial, and I think that everything's okay. Those are the things more that I have to work on. Because something that I know and I'm very clear with, that I know is, is a problem, I'm going to attack that. I'm going to deal with that. Or even if I don't deal with it, I know it's a problem. It's when a person is in denial and a person is, is not really honest with himself. That's what it comes down to. When a person is not honest with himself. And the only way for a person to be honest with himself is with the help of other people, with people who are able to see outside of you. Because when a person's in his own mind, and a person is just in his own head, he could trick himself. As we're going to learn, one of the first things that the Ramchal, and this is what we're going to talk about, he says there are, and here I go, I'll read from the beginning of Parakut Aleph. He says, Afal pi Every Avera, the, the Yetzirah wants you to stumble with. The Yetzirah's main purpose, the Yetzirah's main purpose is to trip you up. And Avera is Malashon to transgress, not sin. It's not the shot that you sin. Sinning is a Christian con- concept. You're a sinner. And Avera doesn't mean a sin. And Avera means that you're out of your boundary. You're not in your boundary. When a person does an Avera, Hashem set up, Hashem set up our life and He set up the world with certain guidelines and boundaries. And He set up a way to have a relationship with Him. The way we have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu is through the mitzvos. Mitzvos in, in the Zohar means a connection. It's a connection. Just like every relationship. How does any relationship happen? A relationship is, I'm asking you to do things for me, and you do them for me. I'm asking you not to do things, and you don't do them. That's how you build a relationship. Relationships aren't theoretical. Relationships take time. Relationships take, take doing things. When do you hurt relationships? You hurt relationships when you do something that the other person doesn't want you to do. When do you not like your roommate? When you say, please, when you come in at 2 o'clock in the morning, please don't turn on the light. And then your roommate, when he comes in at 2 o'clock in the morning, he turns on the light. So what is that? That ruins the relationship. That's a boundary. I'm giving a certain boundary. I'm giving a certain context of what I need from you. When you ignore that, so what happens is you push 
away that relationship. You damage the relationship. When someone goes ahead and says, could you please go get me a cup of water? And you go get them a cup of water. Could you please save me supper? And you do something for them. Or you know that this person likes when you, uh, you know, likes chocolate. And you're in the store and you buy the person chocolate. So what are you showing? You're showing, I care. I'm giving to you. It's the same exact thing with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem gave us the Torah. The Torah is Malashen Mora. As the rugged shepherd says, when we daven, we're talking to Hashem. And when we learn Torah, Hashem is talking to us. The purpose of the Torah is to give us guidelines. The purpose of the Torah is to give us a, a message from Hashem, what it is that I want from you. When a person learns Torah, that's why we say, Psach libi I want to open up my emotions. I want to open up my heart to understand what it is that Hashem wants me to do. So the Yitzhahara wants us not to have that relationship. What the Yitzhahara does is he removes us from this relationship with Hashem. He makes it difficult for us to understand what it is that Hashem wants. He makes it difficult for us to want to give to Hashem. And he wants us to look at it and say, okay, what can Hashem do for me? What can Hashem do for me? He doesn't, he doesn't, he, he makes us look at it as like, oh, if I do this right, if I do this wrong, I'm going to Gehenim, I'm going to Gan Eden, I'm getting, a, I'm getting a prize, I'm not getting a prize. He puts it out of the realm of a relationship. Nikias, Nikias means to be clean. Nikias means for a person to be nucky. What does that mean? What it means is, is that I want to be honest with my relationship with Hashem. I want to be honest with my relationship with myself. Because the only way you can have any honest relationship, and I read again from the quote yesterday that this very hush of a person, very hush of a person put, and I'm gonna, I know we read it yesterday, but I must read it again. It is so powerful. Rabbi Tzvi, I don't know if you heard this one. This is amazing. Listen to this. The line is, sorry. Here it is. Your relationship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship that you have. Your relationship, so that means if you're not honest with yourself, you're not gonna be honest with other people. If you don't know yourself, then you're not gonna know other people. If you're not honest with yourself, so that it's gonna be very difficult to have relationships with any person. Nikias is, and this is where, why it's a higher level in Masil Tisharim. Nikias is, is that you're learning to uncover every rock that of your, of your, of your relationships, and you are not rationalizing. You're not rationalizing that this is, when a person rationalizes, it's another way of saying that he's not being honest with himself. That's all me. And we'll wrap up with that for today. Yes.
is instead of me expecting them to change, don't I need to have my own paradigm shift? So I don't look at them as a negative person anymore? Well, you gotta stay I'm away. Sure. I'm gonna say the goal. Yeah, no. If I may, I, I saw this video of two years ago of this taxi driver. He said, You know what happened today? I lost my fill and I couldn't find it. So I told the answer, Oh, really? I'm gonna start putting on citrus if I can't find the fill. And he said, Ten minutes later, I found the fill. So you gotta do battle with them in a smart way. And I just wanna say, that I'm very happy your issues with the it's are is sleeping or not sleeping. And that's not such a big problem. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes, Srulli, I know you're not satisfied with we'll talk. Yeah, no, okay. No, I mean, yeah, no, no. The, 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 and, and the Ramchal says very clearly, not, not uh, to stay away from the Yitzhara. You gotta stay away from the Yitzhara. You don't build. Right, you have to stay. Right, but you gotta stay. You have to stay away. You have to know. Right, you have to know. You have to know your Yitzhahara. You have to know your Yitzhahara. You have to get to know him, but you gotta stay away from him. I hear. You're not building your relationship. The relationship that we're talking about over here. I'm not saying you. So good. So maybe you have to be honest. So maybe, maybe like Rabbi Tzvi said, you have to have a conversation with the Yitzhahara and say, "I'm sorry, I'm not giving in now." I'll give in later. I'm not dealing with this right now. You, you got to be honest with yourself. To be honest, what, are, what is your goal, Yetzirah? What are you trying to make me do? What am I trying to do? Get clarity. Get clarity of every, of every relationship. What is the goal? You have to learn. What does Chazal say? What the Yetzirah is trying to do? What am I trying to do? Mashcheil based Medrash. That's another example. Saying he's in the base magic too. There was the, the you know the story that you said with the rabbi who was learning the Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like good, that. okay. Good. Like that. good. So that's something again, again. Shimon, you're you're talking about a detail of the of the of, of which is a good question. All, all relationships come down to honesty, boundaries, giving, give and take. That's 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 what you have to the first step that we're talking about is honesty. I'm not lying to myself, because if I'm lying to myself, I'm lying to you. And if I'm lying to you, it means I'm lying to myself. That's the first step. Yes, truly. When you said about relationships before, if you're not honest about it, end up building resentment against it. Right. So the other person thinks you're strengthening it, but really, in your head, you're going further away. Beautiful, beautiful. You don't be open to a relationship with that. Gorgeous, gorgeous, beautiful. It's true, beautiful, right? Because by you not being honest in a relationship, you think you're you're pacifying and you're covering over the relationship and making it good, but it's the exact opposite. It's the exact opposite. And of course, just to remember, you can you could say anything in a relationship if you do it with respect. And you do it in a nice, honorable, respectful way. Setting boundaries, like Shruli saying. If I don't set boundaries, like we spoke about it, I think, last week. Sometimes when we hold things inside, we get even angrier at the person. As opposed to communicating the truth. And sometimes what we're afraid the person's going to hear is really the best thing that will build your relationship to be better. Sometimes when you say certain things... Then that you don't want to say, but you're open. That's when you're able to truly connect with the person. Yes, Rabbi Yaman. 
Like the little wagon said, Jay Carr, we have such a close relationship. He's our best friend. He's trying to help us succeed. He's just giving us things to strengthen ourselves. Right. When we, when we fail, I think the little wagon said that when we fail, he's the saddest person because he didn't. Like, why did you fail? It's like, it's like for Rasha Latzadik, Mubakash Lamisa, that the Russia looks at him and, he, and the Yetzar looks at us and he wants us to kill him. He's saying, overcome this challenge. So if we, maybe if we have that shift and we look at him, he's our best friend. And he's just giving us things to succeed. He's giving us obstacles to overcome. Maybe, maybe that's a better Beautiful. relationship. Beautiful. We'll be able to be more open and realize Beautiful. what he's trying to do. Beautiful. 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 Okay, amazing. I just want to end up. Yeah, Eitan. Um, it, it just like popped into my head when you said it before. Um, I, I, I would just like to add to it. Um, the word avera it can also come from the the like it can be derived from the word about as in past. Correct. And the word mitzvah can be as in present. So um, So maybe it means that like whenever we're doing avera, we need to look at it as the past and say, okay. That happened, but I need to live in the now and do my mitzvahs now in the present. Beautiful. Amazing. 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 I just want to end off uh, there. Um, I don't want to embarrass the person. I just want to say that uh, you know, when, you, when you're a child, when you grow up as a child, you, you thank Hashem uh, for your wonderful moments in childhood. You know, all of us have different types of childhoods. There's a person who came today uh, to Masil Sisharim, to the yeshiva, who, uh, who I grew up with, literally from the earliest memories that I could uh, remember. He just, he just made a wedding uh, with, uh, with a, a, a big Talmachacham, with Rabbi Belsky. Uh, he just married off his son. But I, I, I want to I just say something now that he's here. Um, uh, Rabbi Feldman, just uh, Rabbi Feldman for being here. Um, I, I just have to say for myself, um, it's it's um, it's it's an incredible thing how you see how Hashem uh, gives us everything that we need in our lives. Hashem gives and prepares everything for us in our lives, and I could I could just publicly. Say and, and you know, it's like, like I said, sometimes we go through challenging times as children and you're not going to always understand that until maybe you're a little bit older. And there are beautiful things that you go through when you're a child and you don't always appreciate that till, till you're older. So I just have to say one of the things that I went through as a child and a good thing is that um, we grew up as basically next door neighbors um, and when I, whenever I see um, Rabbi Feldman, Avramarie Feldman, um, I just have amazing, I have to just say publicly because it's, uh, it's important to thank Hashem publicly. Uh, and, and I just have to say uh, thank you for, for, for those uh, times we used to play a lot of stickball. A lot of stickball. Hard time getting you out. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we we played a lot of stickball. I remember the first time we realized that you could actually stand. We always wondered in in uh, Major League Baseball how the batter can stand so close to the to the catcher without hitting him. I remember as children when we like recognized and we thought we were actually in uh, in the major leagues. You know, we had amazing memories of just day, and I think it was literally. 
I don't, I don't think there was a day that went by in, in good weathers, good whatever it was, that we weren't just having fun, enjoying as children. And, and I just have to thank Hashem because, because it's, uh, we're going back 40, at least 40 years going back. And uh, you know, I went to his son's wedding uh, the other day and he's here now. And, and it's just a blessing. Hashem is, is always giving us blessings. And Hashem gives us what we need. We don't understand, we don't always understand why we need it. We don't always understand what it's about. But the most important thing in life to do, in my humble opinion, is to, is to just be so thankful. And I just want to say I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, for, for you, Avramarie, and your family. Right? It's like literally family and the fact that you're here. And Hashem should help all of us. We should all be Zoha to, to have the ability to, to look back. As Eitan was saying, you know, we always look back at our past for all the negative things we do, we've done. It's always important as well to realize all the wonderful things that has happened to us, all the gifts. The fact that you're here in yeshiva, the fact that you're here in yeshiva is because something propelled you here from your past. Something helped you from your childhood, from your teenagehood, to where you are now, that there's a reason where you are where you are. And it's so important to recognize that. So I don't know how I'm going to then, then now say, smash your rear view mirrors, but what I could say is what Eitan said, is that the only thing now that we do have is we have today. Today, we can create a new past. By us living today the way we want to live today, so tomorrow and next week, we're going to look back and say, wow, I had a great week. I had a great past. So if you want to fix your past, the best way to fix your past is by living today to the best of your ability. Hashem should help us. Have a wonderful day, everybody.